Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. Jonah, Jonah chapter number one. Um, if you've been, uh, uh, I, I think every church in America now is fluid. Every pastor I speak with, they say that they look out, it's like a different church every week. Um, and I don't mean that like in a negative or bad way, that, that our culture, our society is so fluid and um, especially that thing going around, people are still getting sick from. Uh, and some folks are home watching because of that today. And seasons in life and other things that like, um, even churches that are not mega churches, you never have the same exact people in every single service two weeks in a row. Unless you got like eight people and they're all eight in town that weekend, all of them are healthy. So realize that when I stand and preach, there are, there are people that weren't here last week or the week before. Uh, there are people that are watching now that maybe they're catching, this is our third message in our series on Jonah. And so I will take just a minute or two to bring you up to speed on where we are in the book of Jonah. Uh, this is the first time in years that I have preached verse by verse through a book in the Bible. Um, when I began early in the ministry, that was what I did all the time. And um, I haven't done it in years. And the amazing thing about preaching verse by verse, this is a little bit of introduction, okay? If, if, you, if you seek the Lord and pray and you believe he wants you to preach through whatever, and you're convinced that's what God wants, you follow that path, then when you get to a verse that's uncomfortable, you can't jump over if all you do is topical preaching, you can kind of navigate through the uncomfortable topics. Does that make sense? And so I've already found in the book of Jonah, Old Testament, man, Jesus is all up in Jonah. Y'all already seen Jesus all up in Jonah. Grace is all up in Jonah, the story of Jonah. Mercy is all up in the book of Jonah. So today we're going to look at Jonah chapter 1. I'm just going to quickly read the first three verses. And, and then read verses 4 through 11. We're going to read all of them. And uh, so we won't spend, we'll spend some time uh, looking at them, obviously. Um, but I want to bring the, read the first three verses just to remind you where we left Jonah last week. Um, if I were to title and I did this message, uh, it would be entitled, When Your Life is a Train Wreck. There are people watching and listening either and here, live stream, or will. Though we all chuckle, some folks are going, yep, my life is a train wreck. Jonah found his life in a train wreck. Jonah chapter 1, verse 1, the Lord gave this message to Jonah, son of Amittai, reading from the New Living Translation. Um... Verse 2, get up and go to the great city of Nineveh. Announce my judgment against it because I have seen how wicked its people are. But Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction to get away 
from the Lord. We found out last week where he desired to go was 3,000 miles from where God told him to be. He went down to Joppa to the port where he found a ship leaving for Tarshish. He bought a ticket and went on board hoping to escape from the Lord by sailing to Tarshish. Hoping to escape from the Lord. King James says he was running from the presence of the Lord. That's what we ended last week. Verse 4 says, but the Lord hurled a powerful wind over the sea. I want you to see that. Jonah's running from the presence of God. And God himself hurls a powerful wind over the sea. Get the picture. God hurls a powerful wind. The word hurl is the same Hebrew word that describes the spear that Saul threw trying to kill David. He hurled the spear. So Jonah's on a ship bound in the opposite direction. And God hurled a powerful wind over the sea. Causing a violent storm that threatened to break the ship apart. Fearing for their lives, the desperate sailors shouted to their gods. Because remember last week, they served pagan gods, the Ninevites. Or the Ninevites and those that were going to Nineveh. Shouted to their gods for help and threw the cargo overboard to lighten the ship. And so I was researching this week and I found a guy who was a mariner. He was a sailor by trade. And he's also a Christian and he was trying to describe, after his pastor preached the message on Jonah, he was trying to describe what that storm must have been like. He said it was probably the way it reads, God hurled, is probably um, bigger than the wicked tuna storms. Are y'all not watch wicked tuna? You do? Isn't that awesome? Or the deadliest catch. Y'all don't watch the deadliest catch? In the Bering Sea? And he said from his experience as a mariner, as a sailor, when the type of storms that were blowing like this, the wind would be at such force that you could barely hear each other talk, so you'd have to get near one another and shout out your communication. And the foam from the sea and the rain coming down and the water from the sea are coming in your face. And it's very difficult to see, S-E-E, -E, in the sea, S-E-A. And he said communication would be vital to survive. And well, the first thing they would do is they would take down the tall, the big sail. Then they would take down the smaller sails. Then they would take down the mass. If there was a dinghy on board, they would cut the dinghy loose. And the last thing they would do was throw the cargo overboard because they're, they're exporting or importing cargo for a reason to make somebody some money. money. So the cargo is always the last thing to go overboard. And the reason they're doing that is to lighten the ship. So when you go from the top of a wave to the bottom of the wave, the ship will be lightened and make it back up to the top of the wave for a temporary reprieve. That's what's happening here. These are seasoned veterans sailing on the Mediterranean Sea. And a storm blows in, and they get to the last resort of throwing off the cargo, and they were afraid for their lives. What verse was that? Verse 5? Yeah. Verse 6. No, 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 no. Verse 4. 
Fearing for their lives, the desperate sailors shouted their gods for help. Threw the cargo overboard to lighten the ship. But all this time, Jonah was sound asleep in the hold. I don't know how many times I've read this scripture. How many times I've read it leading up to today's message. And it never grabbed me like it did until Tuesday morning early. I'm reading about what this storm must have been like from a sailor's perspective. And then it says, and Jonah was sound asleep in the hole. How, how can you sleep through that? I don't know. And there are a lot of ideas, and some of you have thoughts going through your head, but thoughts are going through my head. And I'm going, well, yeah, it sounds like that sounds like that. How could Jonah sleep through that? Sound asleep. So the captain went down after him. And he said, how can you sleep at a time like this? Get up and pray to your God. Maybe he will pay attention to us and spare our lives. Then the crew cast lots to see which of them had offended the gods and caused a terrible storm. Now y'all get so caught up in the casting lots you missed the point of the story. When they did this, the lots identified Jonah as the culprit. So however that worked, God and his sovereignty, Jonah's identified. Why has this awful storm come down on us? They demanded. Who are you? What is your line of work? What country are you from? What is your nationality? Jonah answered, I am a Hebrew. And I worship Jehovah. Well, I used to. I worship the I am. Well, I did. I worship the Lord, all capital letters, Yahweh. The God of heaven who made the sea and the land. The sailors were terrified when they heard this. For he had already told them he was running away from the Lord. Oh, why did you do it? They groaned. And since the storm was getting worse all the time, they asked him, what should we do to you to stop the storm? Here it is. Throw me into the sea. Throw me into the sea. It will become calm again. I know that this terrible storm is all my fault. <laughs> 